financially tuned. Whether it's a high-performance engine or an orchestra, there's a significant difference between being slightly out of tune or perfectly in tune. The same is true of your finances. When your financial plan is even slightly out of tune, you may be paying too much for taxes, exposing yourself to too much risk, or retiring without a sound income plan. And like the conductor of an orchestra or skilled mechanic, Eric Cheek of Nevada Retirement Planners is the professional who helps to potentially get everything financially tuned. For the past 24 years, Eric Cheek has provided current, insightful advice for seniors, retirees, and those preparing for retirement. Eric works one-on-one -on -one with each of his clients to take the confusion and mystery out of the issues that threaten financial peace of mind. Contact Eric at 775-674-2222 or on the web at nvretirementplanners.com. And now here's Eric Cheek to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Welcome to another show of Financially Tuned with me, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners. And as always, my co-host, Tony Shore. Now, we're excited to have you join us today because in this show, we're going to be discussing how to determine if your retirement is at risk. Well, yeah, that's a great question. Is my retirement at risk? Uh, probably. Uh, so if the answer is yes for any of us out here, I imagine we need your help, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, uh, I always say people need my help, but, well, uh, you know. Well, yeah. Yeah, but in this case, we really do. And I think that that's a great topic for today, Eric. But first, how you doing? Are, have you recovered from last weekend yet? Everything's looking good. Yeah, we're uh, we're in summer. Officially, summer has started. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, boy, we just went from, uh, you know, kind of cool and breezy to all of a sudden, boom, hot. But that's kind of how we roll in Nevada. But uh, <laughs> I like it. I don't know. I like. I love summer. I love being outdoors and doing all kinds of stuff. And I do too. Uh, Even so. chasing rabbits, like I mentioned chasing, last week. Yeah. I know. Yeah, you got rabbits to chase. I got chihuahuas. So, oh, uh, anyway. How many chihuahuas do you have? I have two chihuahuas, oh, a brother and chihuahuas. sister. And uh, they're, they're really funny. They are, they are, uh, they're just like you think a chihuahua to be. They they think they're a ninety pound Rottweiler, uh, <laughs> inside in their brains. You can see their little braids thinking, you know, I'm a ninety pound Rottweiler, but really they're they're afraid of uh, birds and and everything. You know, they That's they act funny. all yeah they act all tough and puff up their chest and everything. But they're they're six pound four legged chickens is what they are. You know, they're just, <laughs> But the good news is they don't eat much. Uh, well, uh, there there you go. The big dogs, you know. They, uh, we saw this dog uh, in our neighborhood. We were driving all brown, really furry, and huge. We honestly, from a distance, thought it was a brown bear. Yep. We thought a bear had somehow wandered into our neighborhood. I don't know how that would have happened, but we thought that. And as yeah. we got closer, there were people near it, and we're like, what the? Does, do people have a pet bear? And it was, I think, what you call a mastiff. Have you ever oh, heard yeah. of that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mastiffs, it was a big, bull shaggy, there, brown mastiff. And it was yep. humongous. I mean, my kids could ride it if they wanted. If, you know, throw a saddle on that thing yep. and ride yep. it around the neighborhood. But anyway, uh, I digress. We're off topic. It's more important to talk about how to make sure our retirement isn't at risk and how can we tell. I'm looking forward to learning more about this. I mean, I assume you're going to help us figure out ways to determine if our retirements are at risk, right? Well, yeah, that would be a goal. Uh, yeah. 
yeah, we want to just, uh, you know, shed some light, how to prepare for retirement and potentially avoid any unnecessary risks. I mean, my goodness, uh, if we invest money almost in any way nowadays, there there is so much risk there. You know, there's interest rate risk. The Federal Reserve is uh, planning on raising interest rates this year. Sure. How does that impact investments that we have? A lot of people don't know, Tony, and but it's a risk. We call it interest rate risk, and there's political risk. I bet you people would agree that oh, yeah. the times we're living in, uh, there might be a little political risk uh, to investing. And then we have economic risk and, oh my goodness, we have risk for terrorism. I mean, there's just all kinds of stuff. So, you know, it, sometimes investing, it can be a treacherous place and and uh, people can assume a variety of risks. Uh, we assume risks in our everyday lives, but it doesn't stop us from right. enjoying life and yeah. fulfilling our dreams. So, you know, we want to just address some of these risks so people don't dwell on it and, uh, you know, just focus on the negatives. So, uh, you know, you get behind the wheelie car, buckle your seatbelt. You have investments, become informed on yeah. what type of investments you own and why you own these particular type of investments. And, and then you can make the decision uh, being informed if that's uh, acceptable to expose your hard-earned money uh, to these potential risks. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you're right, Eric, when you talk about the risks we accept in our day-to-day -day lives, like every time we get into a car and drive on the, drive on the highway or the road, or, you know, uh, every time we, uh, eat a taco, <laughs> I don't know, you know, right. we, we, we take risks, uh, every time we walk outside uh, we're always taking different levels of risks and we, we accept these day-to-day -day challenges and risks. But I think a lot of people, however, are really wary to accept any risk when it comes to their retirement and their finances. Uh, we all want to make sure that we have the retirement we've dreamed of and worked so hard for our whole lives. We want it to be stable. And I want it to make I, my wife and I want to make sure it's going to meet our needs and goals. So I can totally relate to this. And obviously, we want to make sure our retirement is protected. But in the financial world, Eric, I know it's often encouraged that we as investors should accept some risk. What are your thoughts on that? Do we have to accept risk with our finances? Well, eh, yeah. On the flip side, in the financial world, often investors do not like to take on financial risk. Uh, but it, it's it's like everything else we discuss on the show, Tony. It's, it's uh, Ford and Chevy buyers. Uh, some people are okay with risk. Others aren't. But what I think is missing a lot of times is just people being fully informed. Uh, you know, a lot of retirees, they'll approach risk in the financial markets much different than they approach their life. They'll be willing to accept investment risk and they'll be very conservative in how they, they live their lives. And so, you know, if someone's portfolio is too conservative and it's too conservatively constructed, will there be enough growth uh, long-term to stay ahead of infl in inflation? And that's kind of the things you work at. I, I don't think I've ever come across someone who has become financially independent and wealthy by having a savings account. Now, it's great that they've done that and they set that money aside, but there's just not enough opportunity. Even when interest rates used to be higher and where people get interest in savings accounts, it's just not enough 
uh, growth to build uh, a portfolio. So, you know, the, people just have this fear that investing uh, is too risky. But as long as you understand what the risk is that you're exposing yourself to and you address that, uh, I think that most people should uh, take some risk uh, and think about uh, looking at the long-term goal of growing their assets. But uh, and, and, and absolute safety, on the flip side of that, someone says, uh, hey, I want absolute safety. Well, if you want absolute safety, uh, you can put it in the bank. But what happened to the banks in 2008? Yeah. We had yeah. we had to rescue banks, right? Right. Uh, 2008, the the great yeah. the great recession. The great recession. Then we have, you know, the absolute safety of government bonds. They're guaranteed against uh default risk, but uh you know, even the United States credit rating was downgraded yeah. uh in 2009. But uh you know, the absolute safety is the government will print more money and they will raise taxes, you know, so that's a, that's a pretty good, uh, degree of safety that they'll pay your money back. But, you know, these, these safe money investments, uh, you know, uh, can you be missing some opportunities to invest in a different way? And is your yeah. purchasing power, uh, destructed from inflation? So those yeah. are the things that we want to think about when we invest. Well, you just mentioned two, uh, potential risk to even safe money there or safer investments. You said investment opportunity loss and inflation. Maybe you could explain those two um, risks a little more to us so we understand them. Well, opportunity loss is where somebody uh, that let's just say that someone got burned before with their investments and they decide to just say to heck with this investing. I'm going to put my money somewhere safe where, you know, uh, at least I can uh, have the confidence that it won't be lost to investments uh, in the fluctuations of the market, whatever. So they put their money in CDs and they they truck along and, and they watch the news and years go by and then they go, wow, it's, uh, it's 2016 and the market has tripled uh, in value from 2009. Maybe it's time for me to get in the market. Well, just think about all of the opportunity lost that they've had uh, in seven years of the market tripling in value, and they've yeah. been sitting on the sidelines not doing anything about it. And now they decide it's the good time to get back in. Mm. This is the kind of behavior that that uh, time and time again, uh, people buy at the wrong time, sell at the wrong time. And if they have a really good financial professional they can rely on, uh, they can have better better plans for when to exit volatile markets and when to uh, re-enter volatile markets. So, you know, all these things about safety are relative. Uh, we thought that U.S. banks, there's nothing more safe than money in the bank. And boy, did we learn uh, that even the biggest banks are uh, subject to uh, a lot of risk uh, if they don't loan out money correctly. You know, the big banks, they got in trouble because they had loaned out too much money on, what did they call it? Subprime mortgages. And so uh, when these people quit making mortgage payments in 2008 and 2009, these banks were left with all these houses that uh, had mortgages on them. And basically they had no money in the, in the uh, vaults 
so to speak. So the government came in and rescued them. And, and so, you know, safety is relative. Uh, is it safer right now to uh, be in stocks versus bonds? And people would make the argument that uh, when interest rates are rising, uh, that's going to hurt uh, market pricing of bonds. So maybe there's more safety investing in stocks, but uh, all of these things, uh, as far as safety, uh, it's really hard to find absolutes. I'll tell you that. Well, yeah, obviously it is. And um, I think that's that's really good. So obviously we have to watch out for inflation. We have to watch out for investment opportunity loss. And in other words, uh, basically, uh, that means uh, lost opportunity from failing to yeah. invest and take advantage of investments yeah. and the long-term results of the market, right? Right. Yeah. And, and inflation isn't, you know, like a, like every single year we have inflation. Right. That's not my point. Um, my point is, is that over time, if someone's retired and they're 10 years into retirement, and I don't really, uh, need to define the time frame that they retired. But if you talk to any person that's been retired for about 10 years and ask them if the price of goods and services have gone up over the, the, the last 10 years that they've been retired, I would venture to say 99% of the time you're going to hear, yes, things have gone up in price, not no things have been the same or things have gone down. They're, they're going to tell you that the effects of inflation have impacted their retirement. And for retirees, what we're talking about is their purchasing power. And so we want to make sure that uh, our clients' purchasing power uh, remains the same or even grows throughout retirement. So uh, that's what interest rates uh, and long-term inflation can, uh, how they can negatively impact retirees. And, And we want to make sure that our clients have those issues addressed. So, Eric, we're almost out of time for this first segment. Is there anything you want to add before we take this quick break? Well, I always uh, encourage listeners to visit our website at nvretirementplanners.com or give me a call in the office uh, for a complimentary consultation, and we'll discuss these uh, items we've talked about on the show. And our phone number is 775-674-2222. But I'd also like to point out to our listening audience that we have uh, two date set up for the month of June for our new generation retirement planning seminars. Uh, they are June 27th and June 29th. It's a Tuesday and Thursday. Uh, it's uh, uh, at Glen Eagles in Carson City. Give me a call in the office to RSVP or get more details and uh, we'll see you on the other side of the break. There can be many advantages to converting your 401k to a Roth IRA, which include tax-free qualified distributions and growth of earnings. This helps eliminate the uncertainty of future taxes and can lower your taxes owed on Social Security benefits as you near your retirement years. Call Nevada Retirement Planners at 775-674-2222 or online at nvretirementplanners.com. We can answer your questions regarding 401k and IRA rollovers. We work with a team of CPAs and experts who can work with you to help avoid potential pitfalls. We will guide you through the process in the most effective manner possible to help ensure your financial security. Welcome back to Financially Tuned with me, Eric Cheek from Nevada Retirement Planners and my co-host, Tony Shore. 
Now, we've been talking about uh, uh, various things that can impact your retirement and uh, some things that you definitely want to avoid. Uh, in the last segment, we talked about, you know, safe money and how that's a relative term. And we also talked about uh, interest rate risk and some other things that maybe our listeners aren't familiar with. But, you know, being exposed to some risk uh, is potentially beneficial. And we want to discuss that as well uh, for potential retirees and uh, our active retirees. Well, thanks, Eric. And and you're right. I mean, obviously, it applies to all of us. We're either in retirement or headed there. So you mentioned in the last segment that people can react negatively to risk in the market. Well, why is that? Why do we get so emotional when it comes to the market and risks in the market? Gosh, I would say, how do you not? But, you know, yeah, unfortunately, true. average, yeah. Unfortunately, average investors, they typically employ a much shorter investment time horizon. They have less patience and they struggle to remain, uh, you know, committed to an investment plan. Uh, you know, breaking news. I mean, Tony, we, we got how many news channels do we have now that are 24 uh, seven? And we even have ones that uh, are from London and Japan. I mean, you can watch news 24 seven. We got smartphones. We got dumb phones. We got email. We got social media. I mean, it's unreal. And so this news is always coming. And what get, gets our attention? Negative news. And so, uh, you know, a lot of times uh, people get lost. Uh, they see this, and they go, oh, man, I better get out of the market. Or I mean, it makes a change. And they kind of lose sight of the long-term benefits of a properly managed and allocated portfolio. They just forget about it. Yeah, and that's that's interesting. So obviously, we all deal with emotions, like you said. And uh, for a lot of us, money's very personal, for myself included. And I think the market's always going to test our resolve as investors. And uh, what have you found when it comes to people's behavior toward the market? Well, I'll tell you this. I've read a lot about it. And I've learned that a lot of behavioral psychologists, what they tell us is the pain of a financial loss is experienced at almost twice as high a level as the pleasure from a financial gain. So people just, the losses uh, equate to pain. And so these emotions, they pay such a significant role in explaining why individuals tend to you know, sell at the wrong time, you know, they wait and, and, oh my goodness, my account's gone down. I don't like it. I'm going to sell. And then they wait until they've heard lots of good information about the markets. And then they tend to get in at the wrong time as well. They do, you know, the old uh, buy low, sell high, they do the exact opposite. They sell after investments have always go already gone down a little bit. And then they wait to get back into the market where they feel it's safe. Uh, again. So, you know, they, they just tend to operate in the opposite manner. And I always tell people they're better off with a financial advisor because we can help put context into what's going on in the markets and, and current events and all that. And we can really just coach people into not making uh, a financial move on an emotional basis that will make things worse. And so, you know, emotional investing, it's, uh, it can be extremely uh, problematic. 
and, and, and we just want to, you know, help people. And I think a lot of financial professionals are good at this. And so if you engage the services of a financial professional just for this right here to where you don't make investment decisions that compound uh, a, a, a something negative, uh, you'd be further ahead. Well, and you always have good advice for us in dealing with a volatile market. I mean, and this is something you help people with all the time, right? Yep. Yeah. And, you know, we just talk about things like, you know, having a balanced investment portfolio. What does that mean? You know, when you have a balanced portfolio, it means that what we really don't want is everything for a client to own to go up at the same time. Because if everything goes up at the same time, guess what happens? What happens? Everything goes down at the same time. <laughs> of course. Well, <laughs> and what yeah. do clients remember? They just remember when it went down. So you want to have a balanced investment portfolio that right. that you don't have everything that goes up at the same time, and you have a balanced approach, and you also have a balanced perspective uh, in terms of how long the money's going to be invested when you're going to need access to it. So, uh, you know, lost opportunities of market it can impede growth impact uh, of inflation. It's certainly there. And so we need to factor all these in and, and get some good advice with someone you trust. Now, Eric, our time is almost up for this segment. Is there anything you want to add before we take another break here? Oh, I always have things to add. You know that. Uh, you know, I would just say that, you know, the foundation of retirement, uh, you should look at four things. Income planning. How are you going to generate income when you're retired? What are uh, the sources. What are the tools? Asset allocation. How are you going to address long-term growth with your need uh, for balanced approach safety? You also be mindful of tax planning. And then if we do everything right, we have money left over. Where is it going to go? We want to make sure that you have a legacy in place as well. So um, you want more ideas on how these kind of things work in a, in, in a, in a great, relaxed environment. Join us uh, in June for a couple of our new generation retirement workshops. We have two dates, uh, June 27th and 29th. It's a Tuesday and Thursday. Give me a call in the office at 775-674-2222 uh, to RSVP or reach out to us at our web address, www.nvretirementplanners.com. There may have been a time when the ups and downs of the stock market were exciting. But if you're retired or near retirement, for you that time has passed. A predictable return, a predictable income, and security may not be exciting, but your needs usually change as you grow older. When you're ready for a relatively more predictable instead of exciting financial plan, call Nevada Retirement Planners. We focus on crafting financial strategies that aren't exciting, but effective. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Nevada Retirement Planners. Visit us online at nvretirementplanners.com. Welcome back to our last segment for this show, Financially Tuned on how to determine if your retirement's at risk. So. We've discussed, uh, you know, safe money, money in the bank, uh, money that's invested in the markets. We've talked about how emotions uh, kind of roll into that and how they can negatively impact investment accounts. And we're going to finish our discussion by just talking about avoiding unnecessary risk in retirement. So uh, we'll talk about a couple of those items and we'll wrap it up. All right. Well, that sounds great. 
And I think this has been a, a great show, something we all need to hear about. Um, now, you've mentioned the Rule of 100 report before. Uh, why don't you give us a, a recap of what exactly that is and how that helps us? Well, it's, it's a great place to start when you're talking about uh, risk and retirement assets and how much should be uh, placed at risk, how much should be in uh, in vehicles and in institutions that will give you uh, a guarantee against loss. And, and how do all these things fit together and how do you get the right mix of that? So we use uh, a really good tool that a lot of professionals in our industry use called the Rule of 100. And so basically what we do is it uses your age as a baseline in the calculation to help appropriately allocate your assets. Uh, everybody wants diversification. Uh, and we need diversification and asset allocation, but they don't assure us or guarantee better performance. And it can eliminate risk of investment loss, but they're just good guidelines when investing. So what you do is you subtract your age from 100. And the remainder of that is something we would take a look at of keeping in the market at risk. So if somebody's 60 years old, you subtract 60 from 100 and you're left with 40, then that 40% is is uh, maybe the percentage that we would have allocated to higher risk investments. And then the 60%, it'd be assets that we would want to focus more on protecting uh, from high risk and look at some lower risk alternatives. And, and then adjustments are then applied uh, through a detailed risk analysis to ensure that, you know, your recommendations are based on your unique tolerance to risk. You know, not everybody's the same. We always discuss this, Tony, on the show, how everybody's unique and everybody brings with them different histories and, and different finances. So, but this is just a guideline strategy that helps reduce your exposure to undesirable market risk and volatile swings uh, that a lot of people experienced in 2008 that resulted in significant loss. And so if people had the rule of 100 in place in 2008, uh, I can tell you this, that, that their, their, their 2009 would have been a lot better. Well, yeah, obviously 2008. Uh, it seems to come up a lot, but it just, it hit people so hard. And I think it's so helpful to have a plan in place to be prepared for the eventuality that the market's going to take a major dip like that again. So how can we determine what our own risk tolerance is? Then? Well, you know, we want to make sure that our listeners know that, you know, when you determine the amount of risk that's right for you, it depends on your own specific situation. It starts by examining, you know, your finances. How much money do you have a set aside? And, you know, one of the first questions that I would ask a potential client is, when do you want to retire? Both your age and your timeline for meeting specific goals should be considered when evaluating your tolerance for risk. If you're young and you have a long time to meet your financial goals, you may have a higher risk tolerance than someone who's nearing retirement, maybe a two or three year period. And they need to start thinking on how are they going to create uh, a steady investment income that may need to last for decades. So other factors that determine your ability for risk, they could be just based on personality or life sure. experiences, or just your current financial situation. Yeah, yeah, I think that's, that's a great point. Well, this has been a really good discussion, Eric, and unfortunately, we're out of time for our 
show today. It just flew by. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Well, as always, Tony, uh, I, we encourage our listeners that if they have questions about the topics on the show, uh, to give me a call. Set up a consultation. They're complimentary. Uh, they are no obligation, and we can expand on the discussions we have on the show. you have any concerns about how your retirement is set up or, or you want to just double-check that the plans you have uh, have a high degree of success, give me a call, 775-674-2222. Just ask to set up a complimentary consultation with me. Uh, reach out to us on our website at nvretirementplanners.com. You can contact us that uh, that way as well. Also, I'd like to mention to our listeners, we have a couple of uh, seminar dates, the new retirement, uh, the new generation retirement. Uh, we're going to show folks what current retirees are doing successfully uh, to live their retirement years. We have two dates, June 27th and June 29th. Call or email to RSVP because seating is limited. All right. Well, thanks. And Eric, that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Eric Cheek at Nevada Retirement Planners. Call 775-674-2222 or visit their website at nvretirementplanners.com. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Eric Cheek and Nevada Retirement Planners are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any government agency.